0: We are on page 9, oh, on the bottom of your tanya is 173. The bottom of the tanya, we're page 173. Um, and it's about seven lines from the top. Got it? Right place? Look, on the bottom of the tanya, page 173. And seven, seven lines from the top of the page. The line begins with an acronym VeAl Yedei VeAl Yedeza. Through this, we um, get a little background here, <coughs> quickly. We learned in chapter thirty-six, which is the last chapter we learned. Um, he brought from the Medrash that the purpose for creation and the goal, the ultimate goal of creation, is that Hashem wants um, those famous two words, Adira B'Tachtonim. Hashem wants a dwelling place in this lower realm, which is this world. That's the the game plan. That's the goal. So Hashem created a world, a world of concealment, a world where godliness is not um, obvious. And he gives us the mission to bring make this a holy world, a godly world, a better world. And it is when Mashiach comes, which is the culmination of that plan. As the passage says, when Mashiach comes, V'nigla kveid Hashem, that the glory of Hashem will be revealed, that all flesh will see that glory of Hashem. Now, that so that was, and he says, he talked about Matan Torah, by the giving of Torah, there was some level of that revelation. That was all chapter 36. Chapter 37, which is the chapter that we are in the middle of, which is actually one of the longest chapters of Tanya, um, that is how, how it works. What are we doing and how are we, through our avodah, through our Torah, through our mitzvahs, how are we accomplishing this mission and this goal? Um, so it, it's lengthy, and I hope to read a bunch tonight. But the, the point, he's going to make a very important point. And that is, every person, first and foremost, takes care of themselves. They bring kedushah they, they bring Kiddusha holiness into themselves, and he's going to discuss exactly how that's done. Through every person bringing himself to where he's supposed to be, He's also affecting the world around him. Um, each and every one of us have, has a mission in this world. We have people and places and things that we are going to be involved with. And everyone has an individual mission and individual places that they're going to be, an individual home that they're going to live in, and individual people that they're going to have an effect on. So through a person working on and perfecting themselves, they're also perfecting what we call their chelik, their portion in this world starting with their body their animal soul but the portion the the food that they eat the home that they live in the place that they work all of that becomes every person's individual mission and goal in their avodah. Well, special brook on my boy Okay, is that the exact amount of Tanya's? Mm-hmm. So. we got to hope right. no one else comes. Good share. No share. Okay, so that brings us almost to, basically to where we're at. Again, so we are, for those who didn't open yet, on page 173, is the, on the bottom of the page 173, seven lines from the top of the Tanya. So, one more key in order to understand What we're going to learn is, and this is something we've discussed before, but it's important. There are, in general, three categories where everything fits into one of those three. There is holiness. That's kedusha. That's easy. Then there is bad stuff. Bad stuff in Tanya language is always called, and that's a Kabbalistic phrase. Okay, but klipa is general. Specifically, shalosh klipos hatmeos. The three impure klipas. Sitra Akhara is the correct answer, so is klepa, But if you want to talk individually...
1: <laughs> okay, you don't need to patronize me here. <laughs> but it is, it is.
0: <laughs> Sitra achara in, in, um, in Aramaic means the other side. That's what it is, Zohar language, the other side. Klepa means a shell. But within klipa, we're going to see these different types of klipa. When we talk about the three impure klipas, we're talking about averis. We're talking about things that are, that are bad, evil acts and so on. Then there is the middle. The middle is called also a klipa, but that's klipas noga. noga. And that is most things in this world that can go either way. They're not godly and holy before we get to them. And then it's up to us. Do we direct them to holiness? Do we schlep them down? And that is actually most things in this world. Most things in this world are not godly and holy, like food, right?
1: Is exactly.
0: Kosher food is Um s- Sleeping, uh, most things we do, exercising, sleeping. yes, most things that we do is not a mitzvah or an avera, and it's up to us which way are we taking it. Are we do- using it for a proper purpose? Are we are we devoting it and making it selfless, godly, holy, refined, or are we doing it the same way an animal would do it, and that way we're bringing it down. So that's the the important key: kedusha, shalosh klipas atmeos, the bad stuff, and klipas noga, which is the big middle. Now, we come down to this world. We have a godly soul that's holy, but the godly soul is enclosed in us—a body, animal soul, vital soul. All of that is klipas noga. So our mission before the world around us—to do with what are we supposed to do with ourselves—is a make sure we don't get drawn into Shalosh Klipos Atmeos, and true, and and B, is connect ourselves to Kedusha. Right? We're in the middle. We start off in the middle. We, A, we want to steer clear of the things that are bad, and we want to gravitate towards the things that are good. In simple words, that is mitzvahs and averas. Averis means to stay, or or not to do averus means to stay away from the bad. Doing mitzvahs is bringing Kedusha into me. right? So we have 248 positive commandments to bring Kedusha into ourselves. We have 345 negative commandments that protect us from not getting involved in negative klipa. Good so far? So if I do everything, in other words, doing everything means I stay, steer clear of all the averas and I do all the mitzvahs, then I create within myself a very uh, wholesome, holy Kedusha they kept being because I'm following the instructions I'm not letting myself being dragged into the Klippas and to the contrary I'm bringing Kedusha into myself and according to the Zohar and according to the Rambam this, the uh, 613 mitzvahs actually are connected to parts of our body right there's 248 positives and there's 248 limbs in our body do we know that? can someone count them out? whatever test is later but there, the Mishnah says that there's 248 limbs And there's 365, so the word in Hebrew is Gidim, which is translated loosely as veins and more correctly as sinews, and I don't know what sinews are. But that's what it says in a million places, that there's 365 uh, Gidim, some type of vein or sinews that are within our body. And that's how many days there are in in a solar year. That's correct. And Rambam writes that. Rambam talks about the 365 um, negative command is connected to the solar year. Zohar okay. talks about it connected to 365 is there a seniors. Isn't there
1: supposed to be a quarter thrown in? Like grams and divided
0: quarter? I don't know. I don't know Zohar. about that. Now, like, I don't know. Three, yes. Four years the other day.
1: Possibly. Right, they have like a day. Right?
0: Yeah. Possible. Possibly, yeah. I guess you're right. Okay. So, and now here comes the thing. So we're gonna read about that, but ultimately what the the bigger point is that So a person works on perfecting themselves. Again, staying away from Klippa, connecting to kedusha. Once we do that, we're able to affect everything that we connect with as well. As we are working on becoming ourselves the way Hashem wants us to be, we're affecting the, the home that we live in and the food that we eat with and the clothing that we wear and the workplace that we go to. And everyone is affecting their chilek, their portion of the world. And collectively, in an accumulative way, that's what we're doing in this world, affecting and correcting the world piece by piece. So yes?
1: Uh, what percentage, or I don't know if it works out that way, like of the mitzvot are associated directly with Tifa's noga, And then, like, doesn't that make it subjective or relative?
0: I didn't understand the question.
1: Okay, so, like, in order to do most of the mitzvahs, you have to use some sort of Klippos Noga. That's
0: correct, right.
1: So, but we're saying that, like, to some some degree it's relative. Meaning? The use of Klippos Noga is, it's relative whether, like, you're using it for good or using it for bad, like, to what degree? I mean, that everything is, like, Clear black and white.
0: That's correct. But when I'm doing a mitzvah with it, then I'm clearly using it for good. I'm clearly bringing Kedusha into it. Um, when I'm using klipasnoga Noga in a bland type of way, then it's much less clear. But if I'm taking the cows, the cow and I'm shechting it and I'm using the hide for tefillin and making of it the holiest objects that we have, or Sefer Torah, then I'm clearly taking that very, very physical and klipasnoga Noga cow and making it into something that's extremely holy. Um, and similarly, when I, and we, I think we talked about this last week, when I eat food, and then with that food I'm energetic, and I learn Torah, and I do a mitzvah, and I'm a better person, and I do a tzedakah, then I'm, I'm bringing that into kedusha.
1: Right, so I get that. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is it is isn't it all sort of on a spectrum, of, I mean, it's not really, right? like you eat food, that energy is digested to some degree, some of it's wasted, some of it's not, you know, you don't, it's not all being directed solely towards the mitzvah. Like there's some stuff that is sort of gray, some stuff that's a little black, some stuff
0: that's a little more white, you know. That's, the that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, okay, I don't know the exact response to that. Um, I do know that, for example, what it says clearly is a person goes to work and comes back with paycheck and gives 10% its tzedakah, 20% its tzedakah, you know, chomosh, whatever it is. So the elevation that the person created was not only in the 10% that they gave, because that 10% was representative of the entire sum total. So the tzedakah brought kedusha into my entire work, in my, into my entire earnings. So it's not as if 100% has to go into the poor person's pocket in order for me to have elevated my earnings. Rather, when I gave my miser, so that brought about an aliyah in everything that I made.
1: So take the food example. Person says a bracha on the food. Let's say that's the first step, right? Says a bracha on the food. Has he now
0: elevated all the food? He is. He has definitely brought an aliyah to all of the food. Um, Elevation is not an all-or-nothing type of a thing. Okay. There is a general elevation. Listen, before the bracha, a kosher shechita was made on this animal, and a bracha was made. Then that means that this animal became kosher. Kosher means fit. Right, fit spiritually speaking. Then a person made a brach on it, that brought more kedusha into it. Then part of that energy was invested into studying of Torah.
1: Right, so I'm saying so. There's a
0: spectrum. It's there, yeah. Right? It's a. It's not a. It's not black and white, and it's not all or nothing. It's a const, It's a constant, um, bringing kedusha more and more into this world and into the different parts of this world. So on
1: everything that's kliros noga. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. So does the, does does the small mitzvah or small I should yeah. say it's solid, Does the initial mitzvah bring the whole? Or is it like compounding one on? A, and that's I, w- I would
0: assume that it's more of a compounding. <laughs> I would assume it's more of a compounding, um, and the whole cheshbon exactly only Hashem knows. Now what goes where and how much of what and how much is necessary and who has to still be what has to still be done, this is Hashem's uh, <laughs> orchestrating. Inappropriate. <Overly> inappropriate.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do some reading. And again, it is a lengthy paragraph, and I want to try to, to read a bunch, if we can. Let's see how, how this works. Um, again, we didn't move yet from where I told you the first time. Page 173, seven lines from the top of the page. Valideze, through this, through a person's avoda, tale gamken. He will bring an aliyah, an elevation. Klolos klipas noiga, the general klipa of noga. In other words, ultimately, our 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 you know, goal is that the entire klipa of this world will be brought into kedusha. Shehi klolus hachayis, the general energy shel olam hazeh agashmi of this physical world, vachumri, this crass world, that when each and every one of us does our job, again in this accumulative manner, the entire energy of this world, which is primarily klipa snoga. As we said, the primary energy of this world, klipas noga, is going to be elevated into kedusha. Kasher, kol hanisham, When every soul and every godly soul, shabbachol Israel and every Jew, how many Jews are there? A lot. A lot. Okay. So, so there, the 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 uh, Torah answer, the Torah answer is six hundred thousand. Now, of course, of course there's much more than 600,000 Jews, but we believe that there are six. Kabbalah tells us, there are 600,000 root nishamas. And all the shamas come from that initial 600,000. And every one of those 600,000 has 600,000 offshoots or sparks. Okay, so, any mathematicians here for 600,000 times 600,000? 600, 3.6 billion. 6
1: billion.
0: <laughs> Something like that. 3.6 billion. 3.6 billion, is that what it is? Okay, so, no,
1: it's way more than that. 600,000 times 600,000, it's got to be like... Oh, you also 000, need a calculator there? That no, it's not it's true. going to tell you, it's just going to give you a lot of zeros. Oh, it's probably give me an error. how right? many. What? 600,000 times... 8.6 8, 8, E11. 8, 8, 8. 8. 8. yeah, yeah. I think that means 11 zeros yeah. yeah. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of So he
0: says, he says, Kasher when every Yid which is when all the neshames ha-mishalekes be-protos l'shishim ribui that is divided into 600,000 tekayim kol nefesh protis when every individual soul will fulfill kol taryag mitzvah satorah all 613 mitzvahs of the Torah shin samach he the 365 negative commandments which is lahafrid to separate the shin samach gidim the 365 sinews shal dam nefesh ha chiyunis that are Fill, that, that have that contain the blood of the vital soul in our body when we're not doing a we're making sure that our sinews that our body parts should not receive energy through sin from one of the negative clipos because the clipos are receive from the um, from the Averis. so when I'm careful not to do any sin of the, three, of the 365 sins what I'm doing is I am pre- um, separating myself from that klipa what happens if I do do a sin what happens if I, I did do a sin what happens I brought into me some energy from shalos klipa satmeos now energy from shalos klipa satmeos is stuck what I mean is stuck is it can't be elevated. So, for example, if one eats unkosher food, that gives energy. And then I learn Torah with that with that energy. So, the Torah is Torah. But that energy is not elevated into Kedusha. Because it's energy that's not convertible into Kedusha. That's why, I believe we discussed this at some point, what's the word for prohibition in Hebrew? Asur. Asur. What is another meaning of Asur? Bound, tied down, because those two words are exactly they they, meet, they go they go together. Something that's forbidden is because the energy within it is tied down and cannot be brought up to kedusha. So if I were to if I were to sin, I bring into me energy that that energy is stuck there until I do chuba, which is to remove that. So he says.
1: But I mean, but how, how does that make sense? I mean, factually, like we know that like if you eat something that's not kosher and then you learn Torah, or let's say. A better one would be like the, the, the wages of some, or a stolen wages are given to a poor person. Exactly. And that person that eats from it, mm. you, you can't deny that he's eaten from
0: it. Okay, that's true, that's true. So, so but the it? energy of Avera remains in Avera. That's why even halachically, we have a concept called mitzvah hababa Avera. It's in Gemara, a number of places. Mitzvah hababa Avera means that that mitzvah, yeah, you know, you, you can say the fact is the poor person ate, and that's a good thing. Nevertheless, the money that I stole and then gave tzedakah with, that even halachically is not considered a mitzvah. I mean, you
1: could say the person doesn't get scarred for it, but I'm saying so you can't but gamble the fact that the to give charity. actually well, ate. You can't gamble to give charity. <laughs> no, there's a few
0: things you're not allowed to donate, right? Like to no, I'm saying, Whether, you know, you steal, you steal someone's talus and you wear talus that day. You, you steal a, a luluf and you shake a luluf. No good. I mean, again, no, this is, is all these it. are halachas and shulchan and Gemara, Mitzvah B'Avirah. It's not. It's not a. It's not only a Kabbalistic concept. So, in Halachically, you're not allowed to do it. And Kabbalistically, the reason you're not allowed to do it is because that energy then is not going to be able to ascend to kedusha the way a Mitzvah's energy is supposed to. So, of course, the fact is, I learned Torah. The fact is, I learned Torah with the energy from that thing that's treif. It's a. It's a fact, and yet. That energy is asur, it's tied down and is not able to ascend to kedusha, though it was used for an act of holiness. And that's what, so therefore, when I am careful not to do averas, that means that I am careful that into me is not coming that type of negative energy. The of Tim when in well, definitely, definitely that will affect me in, that, in many different ways and Tamalev, the dullness of the heart, and so forth, and so on and so forth. As he says here, I'm in the last word of the line, vishuv. If one does sin, the, the, the vital soul of a person cannot really become holy and elevated, Imnitma if it becomes defiled, bituma klipas with the impurity of those three negative klipos. la aliyah because they can't have aliyah, they are tied down. Ki they have to be just nullified. as the Pesach says, Hashem says, at some point I'm just going to remove the spirit of impurity from this world, which means there are certain impurities that are just going to be removed. They're not there to be elevated or to be changed or to be brought up. They're there to be removed. So that is, number one, I'm a Yid, I'm going to stay away from Averis. On the other hand, that doesn't make me holy, just staying away from Averis. That's only... Um, you know, cleansing myself not getting involved in something bad what's the other side of the coin Is doing mitzvahs as I say tov and that's what he says the 248 positive commandments drawing down the infinite light of Hashem down here to elevate to him and to connect and to unify the general vital soul that's memchas the two hundred forty-eight limbs of the body, beYichud Gomer in a perfect union, liYos laChadimamish to become one with godliness, kimosha which was Hashem's plan, liYos betachtonim that to have a dwelling place down here in physical human beings, We become like a merkava, like a chariot for Hashem, kimoha avos like the like our avos. So in short, we just read twenty-five lines or so. In short, what he says is, what am I doing? As a person, Hashem says, this is the rule book. Don't do these things and do this. The don't do's is to protect me from bad klipas. The do's is to enable me to connect to him. You know, sometimes they said, oh, I once heard I once asked about someone. He says, you know, this guy, he he does the whole Torah. Meaning, he does all the mitzvahs and he does all the averas. <laughs> he does it all. He does every mitzvah he does, he does every aviru too. So which is an interesting concept. But The problem here is that, yes, he does every mitzvah. So so a lot of kedushah, but there's a lot of negative energy there. And in order to have a healthy situation, you need both, right? If your person has to become... If a person's ill, you have to protect from the negative and bring in positive.
1: More negative than positive. Yeah, so it's it's that balance. It's interesting. It's it's interesting that that there is...
0: Different levels. Possibly, but there is... That's true. There's 365 negatives, 248 positives. Now, it's important to note that nowadays most mitzvahs are not even applicable. That's a fact. Because so many mitzvahs are involved, connected with the Beis Al-Mikdash, and the Holy Temple, and there's Yisrael, and there's, I don't know, Shemitah, and Yovel and, and Karbonos, and Shoftim, and Melah. interesting to
1: see, like, if somebody actually like, parsed it down, what are the actual mitzvahs that
0: are applicable? Oh, that's done. Is of course, it, like, what yeah. Does, what
1: does it come out to, like, 70?
0: So, in mitzvahs, the 365 negatives, I think it's just that applicable are a little bit more than half. In the positives, it's less than half. Um, I think it's less than a hundred positives. I, is that, oh, I think I, I think it's I think it's eighty I, something. I with, uh, no, this is all this is all written. This is all written. 70, I'm pretty sure it's eighty something yeah. posi- in the positives I, if my, I'm if my not memory serves me correctly. Okay, okay,
1: so and then if you deduct from that like uh, shemitz off of just being like a normal human being, like what, like having like basic their parents, what do you get after that?
0: Okay. you know what I'm saying like, there's there's, there's, there's in this. I, don't, I don't know by heart I don't know but here's the question if we if we have we're still a human being and we still have 248 limbs and we still have a 365 but if so many mitzvahs don't relate to us today how do we deal with them how do, how do we how does our neshama receive what it needs from those mitzvahs and that's exactly that yeah. result says learning. that's learning about it and thinking about it because every mitzvah has machshava dibor and maise thinking about it which is study talking about it, which is learning, and doing it. What we can do, we have to do. Otherwise, we're constantly learning. We're learning about the Besam Mikdash, we learn the laws of Karbanos, and so on and so forth. We don't just learn about Karbanos and the Baisa Mikdash because we hope Mashiach will come soon. That's not not the only reason. We learn because that's the way we connect to these mitzvahs when we're not able to physically do them. That is a very important concept. I'm sorry? It's
1: a joke. Those Uh who can't do, teach. Those who can't teach, teach Jim what in the world <laughs> I'm that's saying a it's a so you can't do it so you teach wow. it how <laughs> does a gym come into this yeah, I'm saying those who can't teach they teach like a yeah. the gym at teacher. least I'm not
0: on the, at least I'm not on the third my <laughs> just a second <laughs> no, nobody has ever accused me of teaching gym that's one thing okay anyway so all of this is what the person does for themselves now he's going to bring that into the rest of the world and he says, I'm, I'm about six lines from the bottom at the end of the line, he says, once we reach this point when the general, vital soul of Klal Yisrael, becomes a Merkava, becomes like a chariot, something that becomes a vehicle for Hashem in this world. Azai then, gam klolos hachayis shel olam hazeh. So this affects the general energy of the world in entirety. Shehi Kripasnoga, which is the power of Kripasnoga, Achshav today. say Oz. Then, when all this comes together, when Mashiach comes, mitumasa the from its impurity and its unwellness, v'tala likedusha and will ascend to Kiddusha. Lios Hashem to be also a vehicle for Hashem. In that time, when Hashem's glory will be revealed, and here he quotes the passage from the Navi, Viro kol baser yachda, all flesh will see together. V'yefia Aliyam behadar and Hashem will appear in His greatness and strength. Hashem and the glory of Hashem will fill the entire world. At that time, we'll be able to see Hashem face-to-face, so to speak. I'm sorry, just as it was in the beginning of all, avoda, which was when Hashem gave us the Torah, concerning which the Pasik says, and we say this in Davening all the time, that you showed yourself for us to know you. That Hashem is God, and there's nothing that's an independent entity outside of Him. So therefore, what he's, he's what he's saying is, we do the avoda each person individually. Then there is collectively that all of us have done our avoda. That then reverberates in the entire world. That the entire klipas noga of the world is elevated to Hashem. Now, of course, many times people read this and say, "Wow, we're nowhere near this." There's so many people that didn't do their avodah. So, so much is not happening right. And here we talk about the coming of Mashiach and all the Dili Yisrael say Mashiach around the corner. You know, look around, doesn't, doesn't necessarily seem that everyone's doing everything they're supposed to be doing. What's the answer to that question? That it's like all added up. A that bit. it's accumulative. And that's such an important answer. It's not a one time. It's not just what's going on today. We're working on this since the giving of Torah. That's 3,300 years uh, plus. And Klal Yisrael has been in every corner of the world doing their avodah. The number comes from, the count. That you said, oh, for sure. To oh, no, for sure. For sure. We're talking about all the nashamas of all the generations. Uh-huh. Everything he's talking here is accumulative. And he's talking about the big picture of how through our Torah mitzvahs are we going to accomplish that end goal. We're at the end of the goal. We're not starting at the beginning. We're starting at the end. So everything, you know, we don't know which one is the last thing that, that has to happen, but we are finishing off that goal that we've been working on. he's explaining how all of it led into that. So, so here goes, and here's another fascinating point, the next point. He says like this. Okay, so we are primarily Klipas Noga people, right? We're the middle. So, we didn't do Averis, didn't get involved. We did mitzvahs, so we brought Kedusha into ourselves. We do that collectively, so now the general Klipas Noga of the world is elevated. What happens with Shalosh Klipas Atmeos? What happens with the bad stuff in the world? Not everything can be elevated.
1: Yeah, I so thought you said that Hashem going to get rid of it. Oh,
0: but, okay, true. Hashem is going to get rid of it. What is going to cause that? Or what's, everything is with a plan here. Through our avoda? this happens. How does our avoda affect the Shalosh Klippas Atmeis? How does that affect Hashem getting rid of it? So he's, he's going to say here something very, very interesting. Is it the following? I'm going to say it first, and then we'll read it inside. He says, we know everything receives its sustenance from Hashem. Right? The basic foundation of Jewish belief is that there isn't two entities or three entities. right? There's one. Everything comes from Hashem. And that, um, that differs from other religions, that there's the good source and the bad source and the other thing. right? I'm sure I've shared with you in the past that this guy sent his kid, uh, he's totally not from, and you know, Yiddishkeit didn't mean much to him. And it was a good math program in the local church. So he sent his kid to church to so learn math. And, uh, you know, little Sam comes home, he starts talking about the Holy Trinity and the Holy Ghost and a God and a father and a mother and a child and whatever. And now the father's getting, now the father's getting nervous. You know, this, he didn't, he, he didn't, this wasn't part of the, the plan. He calls the kid and he says, listen, Sam, he says, this is guy. He says, there's only one God and we don't believe in him.
1: <laughs> but there's no
0: three that's ridiculous okay we don't believe in one God <laughs> three is just not makes no sense so in Yerushcheid we believe in one God and everything receives their energy from him so here's the thing shalosh tlipas hachmeos sins bad stuff how do they receive their energy from Hashem Hashem is holiness how does the holiness of Hashem get into places that are just anti-Hashem and anti-good he created uh, Satan also. Right. Okay, but the Satan also. Everything needs to receive their energy from Hashem. Oh, tzimtzum, no? So, simsum is the general answer. He says specifically a very interesting thing. He says, Shalosh Klipas mayus receive their energy through an intermediary. What's their intermediary? Klipas Noga. The middle becomes a, a conduit because it takes... Hashem is holy.
1: Or laundering like, God's energy.
0: It's, it's, uh, something, like that. something like that. So the energy comes into places that are parav, so to speak. You know, it's, it's not right. holy, not this. And from there, it's able to trickle into shalosh klipas atmeos. Now, therefore, when all of the Klippas noga is elevated into kedusha, their source dried right up. They don't have anything to feed off anymore, and that's when the shalosh Klippas atmeos stops existing. So,
1: so my Can it come go back through Klippas noga? be elevated?
0: No. Because that, that, once it gets in the Shalosh Kusimus, it's Asr. Asr means it's tied down. So now that its source was taken away, that's where it loses its entity. But didn't you say there are some klibos that are, the, the that are inherently bad, even without, you, even without us affecting them? Yeah. Yeah. But they still but receive it? their energy through klibos noga, And therefore, when, through our avoda we're affecting... their their energy through klibos noga, if they're not klibos noga. No, there's right. Sholosh Klubus Atmeos. But being that Klipas Noga is what we call this power of Klipa, so that has the ability to take the Kedusha from Hashem and pass it down to a level that's totally tummy, as long as Klipas Noga remains Klipas Noga. But if Klipas Noga is elevated into Kedusha, that doesn't have, it's not well, a source anymore for Sholosh Klubus Atmeos. So Kabbalah just talks about them as three. It's based on a, a Pasek in Yecheskel that calls it onon Arafel, whatever, three levels of darkness. It doesn't explain the difference between the three. Is, is the, uh, um, is the drying up whatever the cleansing whatever the um, what do you call it of the the Aliyah drying up of the no- right is that across the spectrum of Jews or non-Jews also um, it's non-Jews also the Avodah pri- I'm sorry Go ahead. the Avodah primarily is done through Kalal Yisrael who have the, who are given this mission but uh, Goyim also have what well, we have, the Sheva been B'nei Noach, and that's acting in an appropriate way, according to Torah. And it's actually the job of a Yid to be a nair, to be a light unto the nations, and to affect that Goyim should also um, do what they're supposed to do. And so, therefore, so they're affecting no the world to as figure well.
1: figure out what these three things are that can't be elevated. How to, how, if we don't know what
0: they are. They Anything that Hashem said is usur. It's pretty simple. I Were you finished, your question? What? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. No. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> Good, true. I just want to say one more thing before I read inside. A lot and of noga being. That's strong. true. Well, most of the world is Klippas noga. Most of everything is Klippas noga. Sins is just certain things, but most most things are permissible. Not holy. Not not holy. But,
1: but sure, is like you can do tshuva, which changes it, it turns it into a mitzvah if it's, an, uh, if it's a for
0: most tshuva doesn't turn the Avera into a mitzvah. It cleanses me from the negative effect of the Avera. The Gemara discusses a very high level of chuva called tshuva rabbah right. that there is donos nasnel kezachios. But that's a very extreme and a very unusual situation. Typically, chuva is not to transcend. I'm <laughs> saying it
1: exists. The
0: concept does exist, and that's correct. And that is a tremendous chidush, and it's a discussion for itself. Typically, chuva is more about cleansing and repenting. Okay? But I, I want to just get one, one more thing in there, which is in, as, as this concept that the Shalosh Klipas Atmeus receives his sustenance from Klipas Noga has a very interesting correlation to us in a very simple way, which is, really, we have a godly soul. We shouldn't really have a desire or a longing to do Averis. Because we have a godly soul, we're primarily Klipas Noga, how do we end up doing Averis? How do we end up with a desire for Averis? It says in Sperm something very interesting. What causes our desire for Averus is intense involvement in what we call taivas heter, which is permissible taiva. When I'm indulging a lot, I'm just indulging and just being hedonistic and gluttonous. I'm not doing Averus, right? But, you know, everything that's mutter, bring it on. As long as it's permissible. It's with a You know, I'm in. I'm in. When we're doing that, we're strengthening our, our middle, right? The Klippas Noga, and bringing it further and further away from Kedusha. That becomes the source of the Taiva to do anavera as well. And that is the same idea. The, the middle becomes the source for the Shalosh Klippas HaMels. It's a gateway. It's a gateway. And that, it says this in many More, the more a person indulges in Taivas Heter, the more they're knocking on the door of Taiva's Isser, Because again, the bottom is always going to be receiving from the middle. The more the middle is moving towards the right or up, towards Hashem, the less there's room for the Isser to really get involved. And so that's what he's saying over here, that when ultimately, when we're going to be maila, elevate our own klipas noga, and collectively elevate the klipas noga, the world, that's when Hashem says, okay, time to turn out the lights on shalosh klipas Atmeos," because they don't have anything to feed off anymore. Okay? You read? Let's, let's try to read that inside, and I think we're going to have to leave with that for tonight. Um, I just have to remember where we're holding. Where am I? Three lines from the top. Um, on the bottom of the page, is 175. Three lines from the top. Val through this, through that voda where a person elevates their own klipas noga, and the klipas noga around them, yisbalu will be swallowed up. The yisbatlu, a nullified legamri totally. Call hashalosh klipas atmeos, all the three negative klipas. Why? Ki yinikosan their source of energy, where they receive their nurturing from, Mehakdusha from ultimately from holiness. Now, he al yidei noga The 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 shalosh klipas atmeos, the three negative klipas. Their energy is received to the intermediary of klipas noga, and therefore, when we got rid of the klipas noga by bringing it into kedusha, they have lost their power source. The nimza, so it comes out in summation. Kichol tachlis sli mosamashiach atchias amesin that this whole end goal of the days of Mashiach and the resurrection of the dead, which is, of course, two of the principles of our faith. Animamin, is, bimosah Mashiach, is principle 12, and the resurrection is principle 13. Which is the ultimate revelation of Hashem's glory. And with the ultimate removal of the spirit of impurity from this world, Talui is dependent Withdrawing down godliness in the infinite light of Hashem, to the vital soul of Klal Yisrael as a whole, all the two hundred forty-eight limbs, all of our limbs through fulfilling all the positive commandments, and to remove the impurity from our souls. Beshmiras kol shasam through through uh, the uh, through um, literally to guard ourselves from all the 365 negative commandments. shasagi um, and to see to it that our 365 sinews are not going to receive um, from the shalosh tibos at meos. When we do that as as people, through that we affect the world in that way because the general population of Klal Yisrael, which are 600,000 individual souls, through the energy of Klal Yisrael, that affects the energy of the general world, because this they were created in this way, that we, it was for us to, to correct and to fix, through um, correcting and bringing ruchniyus and, and holiness into ourselves, through that we affect the entire world around us as well. Um, because each one of us, it says, Every detail, Which means, um, and perhaps we'll expound on it more next week. But the point is, he says, every soul has a part in this world. I mentioned it before. It's almost like it's a giant jigsaw puzzle, this world. And every piece of the world has a name of one soul on it. And that's my job. When I do my avodah, I'm able to connect and elevate my part of the world. And every person has their part of the world. And nobody can elevate anybody else's part. Even the greatest sadi can't do my job. He can inspire me to do my job. But my soul has its part of the world that's connected to it. And when I bring the full Aliyah to my soul and my body by doing the mitzvahs and not doing that virus, that's how I affect the whole world. Step by step, person by person, piece by piece, we bring that shleimus to the entire world resulting in the coming of Mashiach, which we're close to the end game and we should uh, see it quickly. So we will
1: continue
0: for...